Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. This is episode number 33 with your local studio. Welcome to Thrive Radio. I'm your host, Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and business coach, and I've decided to bring on other successful entrepreneurs to share their story and how they're helping others do the impossible. My guest today started out mastering video production at a young age, and today he has a business making videos for entrepreneurs and business leaders with two studios, one in Rayleigh, North Carolina, and the other in Charlotte. Alex Ferguson is a studio director and is focused to help entrepreneurs produce the videos they need for their business. Welcome, Alex. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you on. And I think that you are a perfect example of really taking a passion that you had and turning it into a business. And you started out just editing videos. How did you get to where you are today? Add value to enough people over time. It works. (laughs) (laughs) If if you can find a way to add value and just keep doing it over and over, you can build a business with that. Truly can. And uh, I, I realized that you can't really do it all yourself. So a big shift right from the beginning is I got to grow a team. And, and that's how I started, got to where we are today with two locations and just being focused so you don't get all over the place. Yeah. And then a lot of prayers that works too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So in walking through your journey, what are you grateful for? Mm, grateful. I am very grateful for a lot of mentors, masterminds, getting together with other business owners, getting their insight, uh, advisors. Uh, actually, I had an advisory board for the last five years. Uh, and all kind of helped me correct my path. <laughs> when yeah. you start to veer off and go into a direction, you're like, oh, is this the right or not? Uh, all that is, I think I'm, I'm really grateful for um, to keep me focused and then answer prayers. <laughs> that as well <laughs> yeah. works. Yeah. So with all the advice that you got, is there one piece of advice that somebody gave you that really helped you along your way? Or is there, I'm sure there's a multiple that have helped, but there's so, is there anything that sticks out in your mind? There is multiple, but one more recent that it's funny. I, I seem to hear and then forget. And then here again, I'm like, oh yes, I forgot about that. Uh, look at your numbers. Lumber, numbers don't lie. You can get very excited about a concept idea, especially if you're uh, entrepreneur spirit, uh, it can take you in fun directions. But if you look at the numbers, both by doing research, but also where, you know, where have you been coming? What's working? What isn't? Numbers do not lie. Uh, and so paying more attention to that and, and running uh, numbers forward looking, say, if I created this product or I'm selling this product and, and I can imagine the potential sales I can get from it minus the cost, is it going to work? And you can th- if you don't actually run the numbers, you can start going down and wasting a lot of effort, which I have unfortunately done, learned the hard way. <laughs> it's so true. I think that with anything online, you know, content that you put out there, if you're not looking at the numbers, if you're not looking at how things perform, and you're really just depending on how great of a creator you are, <laughs> it's amazing how what people want and what you think that people want are completely do different things. I think sometimes the data is so telling. Sometimes it's painful. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not always the answers that you want to see. You're like, well, that's not what I want to do, or that's not what I, I got a great idea, but if the, if the numbers <laughs> don't it's, add up. Yeah. 
So what in your business are you passionate about? Mm, passionate. I'm passionate about technology as sort of a base, but kind of building on top of that, I'm, I am passionate about video as a medium for communicating and connecting with your ideal clients, customers, your vendors, your employees. And, and it's really finding, I find it exciting to find the different technologies that enables you to do it better, faster, quicker, cheaper, uh, and, and be able to communicate better on video. Makes sense. So tell me about the hardest decision you've ever had to make to pursue your purpose. Saying no to ideas. Um, and I've had several really good ones. And, and sometimes it w- there was this one particular time where I was so excited for this direction. And thankfully, because I had that advisory board and, and um, mentors around me, they said, is this really going to get you to where you want to go? Or is this a great, it was a great idea. It really was. Um, doesn't even matter what the idea was at this time, but being able to say no and stay focused, that's a hard decision to make sometimes. But yeah. if you, if, if you know that if I, if I did this, I'll get too scattered or I'll go into many directions. Um, being able to say no, that was, and I, unfortunately that's not, that hasn't stopped. I still have to say no a lot to stay yeah. focused. I think that's so powerful. And I think too, when you have a business and you think about all the different services you can offer, even customers start to demand certain things, but if it doesn't make sense to your overall vision of where you want your business to go, you just can't give into it. Yeah. My, my word for the year, every year I try to pick a word and uh, this one though applicable every year is focus for me to be able just focus. Stay focused. Keep your head down. I mean, it's good to take your head up every once in a while. Make sure you're going in the right direction still. Yeah, that's so true. So if a business isn't creating videos on a regular basis, what are the key videos you believe would be the most beneficial for them to grow their business? I would say in more general terms, you want to either educate or entertain. Those are kind of the two spectrums you want to look at at creating video content. Education may be, if you have a physical product, product demos are powerful. (laughs) People want to see it. And particularly in today's digital world, it's sometimes hard to wrap your head around. Video is more difficult to lie on because you show all the facets of it, how it works. And it gives a a deeper understanding of it. Um, If you don't have product and maybe it's more of a service, then I would say uh, FAQs. Or being able to hear from you, the person, humanize your brand, your company with, even if you don't like the way you look, the way you sound, forget that. (laughs) Get on camera, actually communicate your message and add value. And that's why I kind of come back to the FAQs. I think FAQs are just really, really helpful. Look what people are searching for. Um, Coming back to data. (laughs) Listen to what your customers or clients are already asking you. If you don't have customer clients, there's plenty of research that you can do on what your ideal target market are researching for and create content, create videos on that. Yeah. I think BuzzSumo is a really good yes. tool for that. So what do you feel your customers have benefited from the most? Do you have any like testimonials that someone's come to you and you've really been able to help them out? One of the things uh, that we've hear often and, and we focus on as one of our values is keeping things simple. Um, video, when it comes to creating videos, can be complicated and can overwhelm 
folks sometimes when you, especially if you've never done it before. So one of our focuses, let's just keep it simple. And we do that by staying organized and not uh, trying to go too crazy with ideas, staying efficient. But if you're going to make videos, keep it simple. <laughs> don't, don't overwhelm yourself trying to do too much at one time or go too big or crazy, but keep it simple. That's really good. I always often feel pressure to add with my instructional videos that I do. I feel the pressure to entertain a little bit because I see other people do it. Doesn't mean I have the ability to do it. (laughs) And I think I released a video recently. I saw one of my friends that was making things magically appear in his hands and like, you know, his change of clothes instantly. And I'm like, I want to do that. So he showed me how to do it. But then, you know, I have to add the effects and the smoke. and <laughs> It's fun. It's great. It, re- it can be really engaging. Yeah. And whenever I think that one of those videos are going to take, like, people are going to love this. Nobody cares. Like, they don't want that from me. And I'm like, come on, you guys. Let's do some fun things. But yeah, I get that. You make a good point of, of know why people are following you. Because there are some channels and, and folks out there when you're creating content that they're following you because you are funny and you have to know that. Uh, yeah. Other times people are following because you know your stuff and they yeah. want to know the value and, and the content that you bring, the knowledge or the expertise. And I think mostly in the business world, it's generally on the education side and the knowledge. But if humor comes naturally to, and it does to a few folks, use it for sure. Use whatever God-given talents you got. Education is always a safe place. <laughs> Yeah. And I probably come off a little bit better with the teaching in general, but every once in a while I have to try something. Yeah. It's fun. It's It's good to have fun sometimes. So let's talk about your book, The Marketer's Guide to Video. What are some of the things in that book that are really going to help people? Sure. So just actually from the the structure of the book itself should hopefully help people. It's broken into five uh, parts. And that's what we recommend when you make a video, you look at it from five different stages. Strategy, so before you even start making a video, why are you making it? What's the purpose of it? Uh, Pre-production, all the content and the the planning before you even hit record, which is gonna save you a lot of time and money in the end, which people tend to skip. Then production, the actual recording, post-production, the editing magic, and then distribution. How are people actually gonna view it? So the fact that we break it down, when you make a video, don't overwhelm yourself. One way to not overwhelm yourself is to break it down into those stages so you can look at it at each part. Um, and that's one of the main things that, that we do in the book, in that book and the resources in it. We, we create templates for each part so that when you're creating maybe a video series, you can be really efficient with your time because you've already planned it from beginning to end. And then it's just faster to create, easier to create because you know what you're doing and you know it's going to meet your end purpose and goal, uh, not just making a video for making a video's sake. I think that's really good. I think when I first started to make video, I would just get an idea in my head, but I would never sit down and write it out and really plan it and really ask myself, what are the top things that people really need to know? And I think that when I started to get a little bit more strategic, you know, I still struggle a little bit because I put a video out every week and sometimes it's hard to come up with something new and people, you know, have, I actually have people say, it's okay if you repeat yourself. Like if you do a video that you already did, that's okay with us, (laughs) Um, you know, and that was, I think a little bit freeing too with the whole video creating process, because you don't always have to be super original 
with brand new content. You just update it. People forget. <laughs> we don't have a perfect memory. That's why we have our computers and Siri and Alexa to remind us things. We tend to forget. So that's why it's it's nice to create content again in refresh new way. And they're like, oh yeah, you shared this before. I totally forgot about it. Thanks yeah. for sharing again. So you also have a couple of online training programs. One that is free and it is called Better Training Videos, the Expert Exclusive Tips. So is that for those who produce online courses or for internal training? What is, who is it focused towards? Sure. It, it is focused those who are creating training content. We actually address both sides, the internal training for employees, as well as experts who are trying to create uh, training content uh, as courses that they can either give away as free, as lead sources, or uh, paid for content. And we address the video side of it. Um, touching on a few other pieces where other parts need to fit into it. But if you're going to make training videos, what we did is we actually interviewed 12 different experts and we then kind of boiled down their thoughts and broke it into those five parts of strategy, pre-production, production, post-production, and distribution. So you can see from beginning to end, if you're going to make a training video or training video course, what should you keep in mind? That's really good. I know that there's so many people that struggle with the whole video creation process of when they're doing these online courses. And it's probably one of the biggest, you know, speed bumps in the process. What would you say to somebody that's out there creating an online course, say, maybe they're not comfortable in front of a camera. And is it good to hire somebody else to do it? Or is it okay to share something that isn't perfect and they're just doing their best and they're being themselves? Or what advice would you give? That's a great question. For someone who says that they don't really like or feel comfortable being on camera, there are ways around it. A lot of it, I say, comes down to what's your content itself. Sometimes you need to be. If you need to make an emotional connection, if your content is around that being able to see another human, then I would just say you need to practice and be able to get used to it. Uh, and be happy with the way you look and sound. Um, for other content, if you're if you're showing software demos or so, where it's very visual and showing off uh, an element, that you could just do screen recording, and that could be fine. Um, and you don't need to see uh, your you yourself on camera. Um, there there are places where they've actually hired talent. So if you have the budget, you could you could hire talent. But I think yourself as an authentic person getting on there, um, and, and don't. I also have heard people, they just create something um, to get it out there because that's the hardest part is just creating one course. And I would say start small, don't overwhelm yourself and then get it out there, get feedback and then iterate on it and get better. Don't wait forever to make the absolute perfect course because then you'll wait forever. (laughs) So if somebody is recording from their home, what's the best like background for that? Because I've heard some people say, if you're in a big room and there's lots of room behind you, or just do a white wall or a green screen, like, and I know that (laughs) there are some professionals that have looked at my videos and go, what's that little trinket behind you? You know, like get rid of the trinkets and that's distracting me and all that. So what are some of the pointers you can give as far as like, where should somebody film a video? It's a great question. Actually, I have a whole video that we did on on YouTube because it is a common question people ask, what should my environment be? Whether it is a training video or marketing video. I would say ideally, if there is anything in your environment, it adds to your message. It it matches what the the, the content that you're talking about. Um, It could also just be the setting environment. 
that that sets the the it matches the mood uh, and the emotional context that you're giving. Uh, but if there is no meaning or, or that the environment is adding to it, then just keep it clean and devoid of any distractions is the best. But for instance, I mean, there are people that they're it matches to have a lot of things happening. Like for instance, Gary Vee, right? He, he's going all over the place and he yeah. has tons of stuff in the shot, but he, his environment is meant to say he's on the go and he's very busy life. And, and it adds to his message of his blog where other people, if you're, if you're doing a, a, a product video or an FAQ about your service of stuff, you probably want to very focused on just what you're talking about. So removing any distraction of the environment can really help White, I'm a fan. Originally, a lot of our videos were all just white, clean backdrops. Now we've moved to a lot of green screen. If you don't have a professional editor or aren't going to hire one, avoid green screen so it doesn't complicate it or make it look cheesy. Just do a plain wall. And that plain wall could also be a an environment wall like a wood paneling is very in right now. I, I, I don't know why, but it is, as well as brick. So people, that sets a mood of, ah, it's a it's friendly it's cozy it's warm it's it's real it's it's uh we're going into the roaring 20s soon so it's like it's uh it is now and hit. but white is always white and black are always uh timeless so that works if for that clean and and uh crisp feeling okay that's good so you also are going to launch another program in march teaching people how to do videos from their smartphone can you share a little bit about that yeah, this is a common <laughs> question we get from a lot of people. You can do a lot with your smartphone. I mean, the power in, in that device is beyond cameras 10 years ago. So don't discount that. And so we, we're creating a whole course on, all right, if you only had your camera uh, in your phone, in your smartphone, what could you do with it? And we'll break down how to make it sound the best, look the best, and, and get results from it. And we'll even go into like equipments if you want to add on to it of different microphones or lighting um, and break it down into those, those five-part step series so that you can be making better, <laughs> much better videos. You're probably already making videos with it, but better business videos that people are like, wow, you, really? You, you made that with your smartphone? It's possible. <laughs> Yeah, that's really exciting. I think I actually know some people that, you know, they really want to do videos right now for their business. They might just have an iPad or iPhone and they're thinking, can I do this? Are my videos going to be really poor or is this, you know, legit? So I think that is really exciting. And I will make sure if you're listening that I will link all of these courses down below. I do want to mention your website is yourlocalstudio.com and you also do YouTube it's called Your Local Studio. Do you want to share a little bit about some of the videos that you give out every week? Definitely. So we do weekly videos, a video tip series on doing better business videos. And this is kind of the things we talk in our book. We actually, we're, we're going into monthly arcs. So each month we're doing a series, like we're just finishing one up on screen recording tools. So if you want to capture your screen on your iPhone, Windows, Windows 10, Mac, what are the best tools and apps for it? The next one where we'll be doing one on how to look great on camera, the different techs and tools for editing. So we try to go over all the facets of making better business videos. And each week, hopefully it's a nice little nugget of knowledge so you can make better videos. So I want to ask you one more personal question. If you were able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out as an entrepreneur, what would it be? Stop trying to create a product or a service that I think is cool and then trying to find somebody to buy it. 
Because <laughs> I did see that too often. I was like, oh, this is a great idea. Now, if I could just find somebody to buy it. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. I love that comment because I do, I get a lot of emails from people like I want to sell X, Y, and Z. And they're very passionate about that product. But again, the data, there's no data to support that anybody wants it. So unless you are willing to really make people want it over a long period of time. (laughs) It's it's much easier on yourself. Just start with find a a, a niche, a, a market of people what what problem do they have and then build a product because you already know your audience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, you know, I did that a little bit on YouTube as well. So, you know, I started with Amazon and I just started doing videos on Amazon and everyone was like, please do a course. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how, please. You know, I never, I initially started with Patreon. It's like, I'll just put everything on Patreon. No, we want a course. That's and, awesome. You just like stumbled right into it, a big demand for it. Then you created yeah, it. That's yeah. Awesome. Then I created it. I was like, okay, well, here it is. So yeah, I think that that has, you know, been really kind of a cool experience for me because when I first started, I didn't even know like a lot of the marketing stuff that I know now about, you know, promoting and funnels and all of these different things. I just created content and it was content people liked. And I didn't know anything about SEO even, or that you could pay to promote your videos. I just knew that people like this content. I was just keep creating it. So it is amazing when you do, when you find a trend, you find something that people love and you just give them what they want. It can just open doors for you. Absolutely. I love it. Exciting. So again, I want to mention that your book, The Marketer's Guide to Video is available on amazon.com. And if you're listening, I will link that down below as well. And Alex, is there anything else that you want to share? Uh, Go make business videos. Don't wait. (laughs) Just start making videos. (laughs) And if you want Alex help, you can go to yourlocalstudio.com. I'm sure he will be more than willing to help you out. You guys, thank you so much for listening to Thrive Radio. And have a wonderful week.